0: You're listening to Season 1, Episode 34, A Rocky Weekend. It was a rocky weekend over at Wrigley as the Cubs dropped two out of three to the Rockies, no Chris Bryant in town with the Rockies, and the Cubs offense, as Theo used to say, looked broke. So now the Cubs go down to Miami. They are taking on the Fish, and Game 1 will start a little bit over an hour from the time that we're recording this podcast, Crowley. We got Wade Miley starting for the North Siders.
1: Yeah, Wade Miley takes the bump versus Edward Cabrera. And so Wade Miley is 1-0 with a sparkling 289 ERA with 23 Ks. Point is, he hasn't pitched that much. That's why that number is so low. Um, Cabrera's 5-3, 270 ERA with 63 Ks. Um, you know, one of those matchups, again, that nobody really has too much experience against the other team. Um, Miguel Rojas has nine at-bats, but he not have any hits off Wade Miley. But uh, this is a team that you know isn't doesn't have a strong lineup. So once again, the Cubs play in Miami, and neither lineups are that strong. So um, we have the lineups already. Uh, starting again, leading off is Zach McKinstry at second, Hap batting second. Uh, Gomes behind the dish again. Franmil Reyes DH and PJ Higgins at first. Bodie at third. Nelson Velasquez at right. Michael Hermosillo in center, and Christopher Morell at short. So again, it is very reminiscent of those two thousand twelve lineups.
0: Yeah, that lineup Crowley does not do a thing for me. When we get into <laughs> the prediction part, I, I don't know I don't know how I could even put my any confidence whatsoever into that kind of a lineup
1: yeah, but it, you know it's not here the one thing you can say is is that Miami isn't exactly uh, Murderers row over there, so it's not no, it's just it's, no. it's very similar to what you saw with the Rockies game in which the you know the Rockies series where the Cubs you know won by one run, they lost one in the ninth inning that was tied going into the ninth. I mean, you saw a couple close games. I mean I wouldn't be surprised to see something here, man and just seeing you know a potential coin flip on this one. Yeah, with, you the know the coin is
0: right. All right, game two, Crowley. What are you thinking there?
1: Well, game two, Adrian's another five forty start. Adrian Sampson versus Pablo Lopez. I always say, don't bet against Sampson. You never know what that guy. I mean, you know, it, it's it's, <laughs> uh, you know, he's always kind of keeping you in it, and 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 then all of a sudden, the big uh, victory versus Jake Degrom uh, is exciting. Um, you know, uh, just watching him do what he's done all year. It's interesting, the amount of depth. there's still a lot of guys that just are not very polished, but just I'd rather have that problem of having a lot of potential guys. You saw what happened this season when you when you lost all your starters pretty much in the first couple of weeks, when you had problems with Miley and Smiley and Kendricks and, and, uh, and Strowman. all those guys spending time on the IL for either you know a short time or a, a long time you know, a lot of these guys got very valuable major league experience and, and that'll do nothing but help the Cubs in the future. Samson, the last few starts, you know, again, that start against Degrom, six innings, pitch two hits, zero earned runs was amazing. Against Cincinnati, the time before that, he had six innings, pitch five hits, one earned run, and he doesn't pick up the win on that one. You know, it just drives you nuts how much that guy's been screwed over. And then against St. Louis on nine, two, he gave up two runs on four hits. He only went five innings that time around, but, Again, keeping the Cubs in it every time like what you would expect from a fifth starter. The problem is, is that they're going up against Pablo Lopez. Lopez is 9-10 and 10 with a 399 ERA, 156 Ks. So for a team like the Cubs that is already prone to striking out a whole bunch to a lineup that is probably among some of the worst we've seen this team roll out there, this game right now just kind of has, there's all sorts of bad written all over it that I'm nervous about on this one. I, I, Jan
0: yeah, Gomes. <laughs> I, I yeah, I agree with you. Crowley. I mean, this, this thing's got, that thing's got like same game parlay written all over it. If You know what I mean? Uh, right. You know, over under Cubs striking out over under Lopez strikeouts, maybe the total under in this game. I mean, that thing, that thing looks absolutely dirty and not in a good way to be.
1: Right. Like Jan Gomes is uh 0 for 10 you know, David bodie has got two hits, but only four at bat, or two at-bats. He's got one hit only. So, yeah, a lot of these guys don't even have any experience against him. Ian Happ, five at-bats, he hits 400. So, he's hit him before. But I'm, you know, if Pablo Lopez is smart, he just kind of doesn't worry too much about Ian Happ, maybe pitches around him, don't give him anything good, too good to hit and let everybody else do the damage. Because, you know, that's, I, I, I'm not really confident that anyone is going to do a lot of damage in this lineup right now.
0: In Game Three, Crowley, another five forty Central Time start. Uh, we've got the old uh, the Miley Smiley uh, starting the series and ending the series.
1: Yeah, you know, just just like it was all drawn up for until it didn't work out.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, with, with Wade Miley, man, it's uh, you know, or with Drew Smiley, we've been talking about him. And, and everything that he's done, there's a, a mutual option at the end of the year between the Cubs and uh, Smiley. So very curious to see how this all is going to play out because Smiley has been absolutely lighting it up. Um, the last start we talked about was kind of an interesting one because it was a short one, right? Four hits, one earned run, um, five innings pitch. But, you know, before that, seven innings pitch against San Fran, he, you know, he was absolutely dominant. He only gave up one hit, zero runs. St. Louis, you know, that was one that he didn't do really good at. That, but in general, if you look at how he's done since coming back, and especially since the trade deadline, he has been absolutely on fire. And I just, you know, I'm just kind of looking through the months of just everything, like just July, August, everything. This guy's just been doing everything humanly possible uh, to to win games. And even though you know the record may not reflect it that much, he has really, really been an excellent pitcher. So when you look at you know we don't have uh, a third pitcher that we don't have Miami's pitcher, you know we just have Drew Smiley. Um, but i, you got I a I'm, TBD
0: Crowley we TBD got a TBD
1: TBD, and so I just I just think that Drew Smiley's been rolling, and I. You know, it, it's it's interesting where you talked about, you know, with Wisniewski and some of the other guys, how they're going to do this. I wonder if they may go with a six-man rotation. Because you talked a little bit about um, out of the bullpen having Keegan Thompson, and I'm surprised they're having him come back, to be honest with you. I thought it's a good time to kind of just tap out, you know, give the kid a pat on the back, don't try to do anything too much, let the arm rest and and be ready for whatever role – you know, I, I'm sure they're going to have I, I don't know what they're going to do in the offseason, but, you know, make it competitive and, and, and make people earn those starting spots next year. Um, but, you know, like, how are they going to do this for the rest of the season? You, you have Stroman, you have Sampson, you have Miley, you have Smiley, you have Wisniewski. That's five. I mean, you know, I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody. Uh, Javier Assad is six. You know, are you going to give him a couple more starts? So I'm, I'm curious to see how this all plays out.
0: A six-man rotation would make sense down the last two and a half weeks. Why not? Or like an opener, you know, and you, you tell these guys, you're going three, you're going three right off the bat, right? Unless something crazy happens. We're planning on you pitching the first three innings, you pitch the next three innings, and then we get to the bullpen. We get to the bullpen
1: after that. And and you do have some guys that have been starters that are in your bullpen when you talk about Mark Leiter has been there, and if Keegan Thompson, if, if that's yep. what Rossi says. So you got Keegan Thompson. So, I mean, you, you have a lot of guys that you can con- – potentially play around with, you know, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious to see how it all plays out. Are you surprised Dustin, that they're going to have Keegan come back?
0: Uh, I am a little bit, but I think when you say, we're going to use him out of the pen, I think that creates a massive gray area, right? Like they don't have to use him. They might have him get up and get down. Right. I mean, so if you're not planning on starting him, I think that's probably the way to go right now, but you want him around the team And listen, with all these guys, I I mean, I can't imagine that they would have somebody better than him, but with all these guys, you know, is his, is he not starting next year? I mean, that would be a massive upset. That means they probably buy. You're giving me a great look there. If you're watching this on video, that would mean they bought two starters or something like that for him not to be in the mix or something, but who knows? But I would, I'm, I like the idea of bringing him back. Um, but I also like the idea of since he's in the bullpen, who knows? The guy might throw, like, he might face nine more batters the rest of this year. So what?
1: I'm just, I'm just, so, so let's, let's kind of play it out here because you you got Kyle Hendricks. You got Marcus Stroman. Uh, I'm just trying to think of, you know, for sure. Right. So those are your two for sure. Right.
0: And and then, and, and, and Steele, right?
1: Right. So Justin Steele would, would be probably for sure your three, and then you're I hoping. I if they're
0: talking, if his name, if 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 John Lester's name is being used in the same sentence by some people, I won't name names, but I mean, I would think he would definitely be in your top three.
1: So okay, so you got three, and and I think we've talked about it, and I think Jed and Tom and everyone says they're going to spend money. You need a frontline starter. So you're buying, and
0: be... you're buying one more, right? You're buying at least one more.
1: That see see that's we'll definitely have to talk about that when the off comes because I've looked at the free agent list and all yeah. I can tell you is old or injury history so I am very nervous <laughs> especially like I said a, a lot of these young guys developed I don't you know do you want to let them try to develop another year I I, I don't know but this is this there there's there's a lot of question marks going into next season and and I'm. I hope they spend money, and and, and again, that shortstop slash third base position is really where, you know, that area that I see that most needs to be filled as far as when you're looking at the position players. But for pitchers, just because you have money, should you spend it? Uh, uh, That's something we're going to have to get into in the (laughs) offseason.
0: Well, something I wanted to run this past you, and so since we're going here, let's go, let's stay here for a minute, if you don't mind. Right after we got done last week with the podcast, I read something about a Japanese ace that the Cubs potentially could be all in on and that Suzuki has a relationship with him, and that might be a big factor in him wanting to come to the Cubs. So would that potentially be a guy? And you know, what do you know about him, if anything, and what do you think it would take as far as monetary to get him, and would you make that investment? Not that we can't go into this later, but just first blush, because I think it is something that maybe our listeners have heard a little bit about, but you probably know more about it than the rest of us.
1: Well, Cody Senga is his name, and he does know... There you go. He does, I
0: couldn't even tell you his name.
1: <laughs> right. And if you're looking at that, you know, besides Carlos Rodon, he's probably one that right now is going to have is probably gonna be the most sought after free agent. Okay. So you're, you're going to have to deal with a lot of different things as far as, you know, there's always the posting fee in Japan and all that, which is the same thing they did with Suzuki. So that you're going to have to pay the club off that whoever he was with. Um, but you know, he's still kind of considering it. Okay. And so 29 years old, so he's, he's still young. He's aim for a 205 ERA this year. And so international free agency, so he won't need to be posted. So that's, that, that's, that's a little bit different there. So that's going to be pretty good, but I, boy, uh, you know, yeah. Um, I think it's an option option is there.
0: Well, of course it's an option, right? I guess we got to wait and see. I, it doesn't do a whole heck of a lot for me on the surface because of the amount of money that you have to do. Um, but again, I, that money, just, you know, are you willing to spend that money? I guess, right. It, there's no salary cap. There's no like pool money that you can only spend X amount of money in order to do this and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see. All right, Crowley, before we wrap this one up, okay. This is season one. It's episode 34. We called it a Rocky weekend after our Cubs dropped two or three to the Rockies over at Wrigley. The Cubs are down in Miami. They're taking on the fish. What, I'm um, gonna let you go first this time. What's your prediction on this three game series?
1: I'm going to go Cubs take two of three. I'm going with the Miley and Smiley start.
0: So games one and game three, I I, I'm with you. They're going to lose game two and I'm going to say they're going to win game three because of TBD right now. And I like Smiley more than I like Miley. So I think they only take one of three and they won't get swept. And that's what they're going to be facing on Wednesday. So Drew Smiley will uh, keep them in the game long enough.
1: Well, let, 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 let's see what happens. And hopefully the Cubs can, uh, d- can take a series. Like, you know, I don't think they're going to get that draft pick that we were hoping for. So now I'm just trying to get them. Yeah, you know, I want to see them rolling in the right direction going into 2023.
0: Absolutely, Crowley. That's a wrap. That was season one, episode 34, a rocky weekend. We hope everybody listening has a great week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with you guys later this week and we will preview just an unbelievable can't miss series, folks Cubs and Pirates in Pittsburgh.
1: Arr. Uh, don't forget to follow us at uh, Fly the W670 at, on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook, Fly the W. And don't forget that you can email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. And no matter what, go Cubs.